When I worked for Life Touch, there were people that would accidentally find themselves in Mexico when they went to do. Oh, I'm not surprised. I'm not. Then they get the really crappy, yummy churros, the, the kind of scary churros. Have you ever had those? Mm, like no. Churros. They have, they have a guy that's selling churros, and like it's like he opens up a little cooler. He's like churro, and you're like. Yes. In a cooler? <laughs> yes, in a cooler. On the side of the street. On the side of the street. Oh, God, no. Oh, yeah. I did it. It was fantastic, but awful. Like, at the same time, I'm like, am I going to die? Am I going to get... One of these days, I'm going to buy a luchador mask from those guys. Oh. Yeah. Well, that's what I had to declare. The guy's like, you have anything to declare? I'm like, luchador mask? Oh, in churros. <laughs> the guy shook his head. He's like, I don't know if I want to let you into my country. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm from here. <laughs> Demon child with blue skin and yellow eyes Smell of brimstone creeping in the dead of night Swashbuckling, praying to God when things are bad That's why they tried to put the X across your head Flip on cats the way that acrobatics do I'm a king still holding Excalibur 2 And really tell me if you ever thought that you was just a little different People always stared at you Sometimes life is a Thank you for listening to Comic Issues, your favorite geek podcast full of rants, ramblings, and ravings I'm your host, Anthony Silva, along with two the greatest geeks in the world, Elizabeth Wallace. Oh, we're waiting for you to point. In there, called away. Throwing it's, it off. I'm not pointing anymore. Last time you guys messed with me. You tried pointing last time, trying to well, well, shuffle no, all I through it. I actually off. succeeded pointing. You pointed at me, and I was like, no. No, nope. you me. deferred. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Now you guys can say your own names. <laughs> next time, I'm just going to say Derek's name. There you go. That's what we'll do next time. Yeah. Of course, uh, I'm Elizabeth Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> I sound like that too. Yeah. Uh, again, of course, Andrew uh, is not here because on recording day, uh, he's busy having a baby. Yay! Yay! Which we still haven't heard anything, but by the point of this podcast, clearly there's a baby in existence. A little nerdling, the last name plot. I don't know about that, dude. Sometimes labor can go on for quite a long time. Oh, I don't think two weeks. Two weeks? Not this quite. podcast is two weeks from now. Even still. No. No. Nuh-uh. No. No. There's bad things involved. That's, that's crazy talk. Yeah. No, it's baby's madness. here, baby's just later. fine. That's madness. Yeah. Four days. Yeah, four days is crazy. Two weeks, uh, that's that's a hell. That's a hell I don't ever want to know. I mean, granted, I'm not going to know the first hell, but, <laughs> you know, stuff. You could step on a Lego. I'm sure that's just as painful. Oh, it does. So it really yeah. does hurt. Hit your elbow on the wall. Ah, oh, and it tingles all the way to your fingers? Yeah. No, no not oh, good. I'm sure that's just as bad as labor. Probably. Yeah, yeah. Stubbing your toe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It sucks. I feel like crossing the line right now. <laughs> no, no. no. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. So, of course, these days, you cannot throw a rock into a theater without hitting a comic book movie. Or a movie you saw 5, 10, or 15 years ago. Uh, we've, we've talked about it before. The, the sheer numbers of reboots and sequels... I mean, it's it's pretty much you know an, an untold fact that Hollywood only depends on established franchises. You know, Sony doesn't want to let go of Spider-Man because it makes money, so they go and reboot the whole series with Amazing Spider-Man. You know, we've got sequels to sequels. We've got reboots of '80s movies. We've got Total Recall that's I think out already by the time of this podcast. Uh, we've got Dread, which is coming out in September. Like, there's, there's a lot going on. Sometimes it works out, and sometimes it sucks terribly. But, I mean, what, what are we, what are we gonna do? Like, we, we, the only power we have is 
to not see it, to not give our money, and to support uh, our original contented media. You know, fuck it, let's go to the internet. Let's let's just start <laughs> watching stuff on the internet only. Yes, if we only. can get Joss Whedon doing it, I'm there. He said he wants to do another Doctor Horrible. <sighs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, he's talking That'd be about cool. a sequel. I'll see it. Man. We call it punk rock of filmmaking at this point. Internet movies. It really is. It, is. it really is. There's, there are very little rules when it comes to. Well, there's no rules as to what you can make, and very little rules as far as how you can distribute it. You know, like when in, in a day where a, a, a shitty YouTube video can get millions of hits, you know, like that's that's about as good as getting you know your own creative short out there it catches legs it runs you know and i mean granted you want to make money and that's not to say you do it to be rich but these things are investments and you always at least want to break even on your investments if we went out and you know made a little short or a movie or honestly even this podcast and the website we do it because we love to but it would make things a lot easier and we'd be able to do more if we didn't have to work 40 plus hours a week to support ourselves truly you know like we all do this for free we've been doing this for free uh derek and i have been doing this for two years basically the geek's been up for four years putting out free content because we believe in what we're doing we believe in the podcast we believe in the site we want to bring news and entertainment to anyone who's willing to give us a chance but at the end of the day like the the server costs money you know, and our time has a value that we've never seen a return on. Someday, hopefully we do. It'd be great. But I digress. I found a list of movies of reboots and sequels that really, really make me want to step on tiny, cute animals. <laughs> they make me so angry. Uh, recently... Uh, Men in Black 4 has been greenlit and will uh, start uh, script writing and Have you had any problems with the with any of the first three? The second one is not good. The first one is great, and I think it's great because it's, it's so self-contained. At the end of that movie, you... I mean, with, with suspension of belief, you can see how that movie could exist in your real life. Like, the whole thing comes down to the marbles of like greater beings so large that we are simply marbles in their in their world. It was a perfect ending. It really yeah. is. And then they go through and give you another one and then give you a different uh, scope of the universe there where we're all in a locker. So now you've really kind of just destroyed your own universe. Yep. Third one comes out much better than the second one. But I feel it's kind of lost the magic. The, the third one to me was only good for... The actors in it, mainly Josh Brolin, who is dude a fucking gold. <laughs> Dude's a clone of Tommy Lee Jones. He was amazing. <laughs> but you know, now we're gonna do a fourth one, and even the third one seemed unnecessary. It's ten years later. So I mean, the point the point's still there. Depending on a, a successful franchise to move forward. Well, if it's a successful franchise, I I'm fine with sequels. Keep them tightly knit. You know, every two years, I think, is about as soon as you can do a legitimate sequel without rushing production. You know, have another sequel. That's fine. Don't go too long. 
you know, because eventually you're always going to lose the magic. You can't go on forever. Well, that's what I hate is that the, I mean, and this, it's the way things work, but they're going to keep making sequels until one really bombs. Yeah. And I'm like, until uh, you have Batman and Robin. Uh, exactly. Yeah. Pretty much. So then you're like, uh, do we have to destroy the franchise just yeah. to make more money? No. Like, really? Another Die Hard movie? <sighs> yeah. A Good Day to Die Hard is the name of the next Die Hard movie. Oh, my Seriously? God. Yeah. That's that who's coming real. up with these things? God. And I think that sounds like a Drew title. Kind of does. John yeah. McClane and his son take on local forces in Russia. Oh, his son. Oh, Mel, yeah, of course. So it yeah. is going to have Mel. No, I'm not. Excuse Justin me. Long? I'm thinking. Yes, it is. No, that's not his son. I don't think we've ever met his son. No, you met his either. son in the first movie, but oh, it's okay. this tiny little dude. I thought it was just his daughter. We've only seen. So oh, I'm so getting. We saw her on the on the like the second and fourth one. Yeah. Okay, so I'm getting Die Hard and Lethal Weapon mixed up, and they're yeah. doing another Lethal Weapon as yeah, well. We which mentioned is why. that yeah, before exactly. previous podcast. Crap. Uh, well, I actually have a question. What did you guys think about um, Prometheus being tied as a prequel to Aliens? I didn't see Prometheus. Um, knowing that it's a prequel and before it came out, so before I kind of knew more about it, I would be more or less okay because... You know, uh, the first one kind of picks up on this mysterious start. Uh, Ridley Scott is the one helming it. So, like, okay, well, at least you've got the originator going back to his original product. Now, Mm -hmm. what has happened since and what became of the movie really apparently is disappointing to a lot of people. Yeah, a lot of people never even got the connection. Like, they didn't see... This connection wasn't strong because apparently even this is some kind of trilogy or prequel of a prequel. It does not directly lead into Alien. So, I mean, like, to, to always make... So actually, now I'm scared. It's, if this is the first installment of a series of prequels... Yeah. Like, we, we've already experienced this before. Like, it's, it's sucky now that, essentially, they are making movies with sequels already kind of in mind, so they leave holes open they kind of build the first with enough story to keep going but just make a self-contained movie and don't kill everyone yeah star wars the first star wars episode four new hope self-contained movie perfectly fine front to end it's one story leaves you know very little kind of out there in the open you know there are things you don't know but it ties it up fairly well and then you can build sequels on top of that now granted empire leaves uh, a to-be-continued for mm-hmm. Return. And the same thing for, like, the Back to the Future trilogy. Yeah. And see, for, for me in this kind of scenario, like, you know, I'm fine with movies that leave, you know, that leave opens for, you know, a further story. My problem is things like Recall, Total Recall, mm-hmm. where you have a movie that was self-contained and you're revisiting it X well, amount of years later. Well, granted, yeah, time from something is kind of more ridiculous. Uh, I feel... Anything before 10 years should be off the table. You can't reboot or remake anything in under 10 years. That's sequel time. It, it's also, it's lazy, you know? Yeah. It's like, come up with some new ideas. See, that's what please. I kind of feel about with Total Recall. Like, this is kind of it, lazy. But that, yeah, but that movie's 25 years old. I, I, I get it, but I, I mean, the thing is, like, to me, it doesn't feel that this is, like, a homage or anything to it. It's like, you because know what? Because it's not. Yeah, it's not. It's, what it's, it is, is it's a 
telling of the story more originally told in its original it's story. It's an upgrade. It's not an upgrade. It's what the, it feels like. The Total Recall, the Schwarzenegger movie that we all know and love, is a departure from the original story written. Oh, I'm saying you're, the, the original written the, yeah, property. This is, this is uh, more directly taken from, and I can't remember the name of the, of, of the story, but from the original content, so the, the, this, this is one, a more this faithful one telling. This one closer, closer to the original yes. intention. Yes, and that's yeah. why, no, we're not going to Mars. Uh, I believe there is no Quado. Um, but they'll toss you things to kind of homage the the original movie, like the three boob check. Yeah, you know, one of my mm-hmm. uh, one of my friends at work was that con. Yeah, you know, one of my friends was going by the James Bond car, and there's all these people surrounding. She's like, "Who are they taking a picture? This sort of pretty girl. Why are they? T- oh, she has three boobs." I'm like, yeah. "Ah, that was her." Yeah, uh, which I think is is fine because you cannot erase Schwarzenegger's Total Recall from the minds of people. That, no. that movie is significantly unique. In fact, Movie Issues just this Friday is doing the Schwarzenegger Total Recall for the pot for their podcast. Spooky and Leland are gonna tear that movie up. But no, like you're right. It feels weird to go back and touch it feels weird to go back and touch what is a classic. And mm-hmm. not in the sense of like Citizen Kane, oh this movie is untouchable, it's a classic. Mm-hmm. Total Recall, Robocop, which they're also rebooting. Yep. These yep. movies are unique classics to exactly what they are what they were at the time like they they represent the era that they came in near you know near perfectly you know when it comes to uh like robocop which is this ultra violent like very kind of cheesy like it well, doesn't that's exactly that's, understand this kind of goes with what you were just saying like you know it's cheesy now but in its day, oh, in the yeah, oh, yeah. ten you years were like, ago, oh my god, ten years ago, people are going to see the movies that we've just seen yeah. and be like, oh my god, this shit's so ridiculous. It's, I mean, it, it's going to happen because things are exactly what they are in the time, and with time past, it's always going to change. The perception changes. The movie doesn't change. The way you view it does. Some other kind of ridiculous movies that are coming out. Uh, Independence Day is trying to get two more sequels. Oh my god! Which you know what? If they came right after Independence Day, I would have been for sure. Like Independence Day was a really solid movie. You know, they take down the ship. I'm like, okay, well that's not it. Like you got to have all these ground troops. So now you can have kind of like this ground warfare movie, and you know maybe a third one takes it back to their base and blows up Pandora or whatever. I'm like all for blowing up Pandora. But now. Fifteen plus years later, it's way too long to go back to this property. I yeah. mean, really, guys, it's just come like on. yeah. I mean, it seems like you're, they're just reaching. So it's yeah. like a time limit thing. I mean, doing it too soon, you shouldn't do a reboot. You should do a sequel. Wait too long, you don't do a sequel. You yeah. do a reboot. Yeah, yeah. So horror weird. movies fall outside of the rules. You can make as many reboots and as many sequels uh, as a horror movie. I they're think they're more tolerant you because yeah. people take horror movies less seriously. Yes, yes. except um, the layered. Well, yeah. I mean, horror fanatics are always going to take it more seriously. Uh, like, they, they redid Nightmare on Elm Street, right. you know, and they rebooted that. They changed it up. Freddy, of many characters, is so iconic to the 80s that he just doesn't work, which is why then they try and creep him up a little bit. They really punch home the pedophilia. Uh, you know, they, they kind of go darker and scarier because now being kind of goofy and cheesy, at least film companies don't think it's going to work. 
I think it could if still done with like affection. Yeah. You know, like you you do it because you want to tell the story. Like Freddy but is But you're scary. no longer their audience. That's the thing. Uh, well, I mean, I'm still in that main demographic for a couple more years, but, but I mean, I don't know. I don't. I don't think so because they want that new scare. You know, they want that. I mean, it's made for a younger audience because those are the ones that really go out of their way to watch these. Well, things. the ones, the like, the scares they're going for now are these like found footage movies. You know, like the Blair the par- Witch. The Blair yeah. Witch started yeah. it. Um, Freaking Cloverfield. Par- paranormal uh, activity uh, is kind of the one now. Like they keep making sequels of that one. Like how how tough is this family gonna have? <laughs> like we've got three movies. I think there's a fourth one. We've done present prequel and prequel prequel because I guess you can't go any further once the family's dead. True. Mm-hmm. Spoiler. <laughs> you know what? I don't care. I don't like the movie. I'll I'll yell out a spoiler for a movie I feel you should watch. Once it's been over a year, you can't scream that somebody spoiled you. You should go see the movie. No, I'm good for the year. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe maybe a year for movies, but I think for TV you should get maybe two TV. Years. No, two TV. You're maybe right. Two TV year leniency on TV because a lot of people don't watch it until the DVD comes yeah. out, and that takes forever. Yeah. So maybe a year on movies. Yeah. Two years on TV. Yeah. Good plan. TV's hard, especially like shows like Game of Thrones and stuff. Oh, you want to talk about them right now? Yeah. And like, all right, if you haven't seen it, leave the room. Yes. Oh. Yeah, guys, I saw Batman. I want to talk about it so badly. <laughs> I'm telling you, you. I'll see it soon. I'll see. I oh, swear. I'll you see. Pay it soon. Us to go, you pay for us to go see the Batman movie? We're totally talking about it. I couldn't pay for myself. <laughs> of course, they want to make more Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Oh, my God. Jeez. They want to make a Zoolander 2. What? Yeah. Zoolander 2. Dear God. Yeah, man. I know. What are, what are you going to do? I mean, like, I'm, I'm, I'm going through the list as, as I'm talking about yeah. Terminator 5. The last two haven't done very well. Uh, there's... There's, Why is anyone thinking about Terminator Here's a franchise you need to step away from. I forgot there was even a Terminator 4. I, I did Terminator too, actually. Terminator 4 is the, the salvation. Yeah. So it, it departs from the usual kind of present yeah. time John Connor and jumps to the future. Uh, of course, they want to make another Hangover movie. Why not? Dude, that's one I want to stop. Um, Avatar 2 and 3 is in production. Are you kidding me? Well, I'm glad about that. I like Why? I'm sorry. I, mean, I like I thought it was pretty. I'm kind of I'm kind of okay. It's pretty. It is. The flying scenes. Oh my god, the flying scenes. Love those. Whatever. I'm kind of okay because this movie takes a long time to make mm-hmm. and uh Cameron's been on it for a while. So this is more or less falls into the sequels uh but it just takes a long time. So, I mean, the two is slated for 2015. Three, who knows? Uh, let's see, what else? Indiana Jones 5? No. Please, God, no. They're still, they still talk about an X-Files 3. And I, it's so disappointing. I was, I was one of those people who screamed for sequels for so long, and now even I'm like, no, let it go. It's you know funny. what's ridiculous? Steven Spielberg still gets asked about Jurassic Park 3. Or 2. Wow, four. Why? It is four. Another yeah, that's one. right. Yeah, yeah that's right. It's four. Another right. Jurassic yeah, Park movie. Three was bad. Stop there. Three and was, and yet three was better than two. And it's two. another movie that's almost 20 years old. Yeah. Like, let's just give it up. People just can't give up that stuff. Yeah. They're like, oh, I would, this would be told. And, and it's, and like, that's when it falls kind of in the category of some people don't know what they want. Yeah. You know, because how many of these late sequels have really done 
well enough. Like Men in well, Black Three is the last one to come out. I, I don't know because okay, honestly, but... in my personal opinion, and this this Drew's my example for this. Like a lot of people really enjoy bad movies, movies that you know just aren't well done. Well, you know I they mean, they they like to make fun of them. It's like it's but it's. But Andrew does still have genuine enjoyment when he sees these movies. They are bad. He's one of those people who likes kind of cheesy movies. There's a lot of people out there like that. I mean, movie issues is practically built on watching bad movies. I know, like most of the stuff you guys do. I'm like, oh, okay. What uh, movies that again? But after a while, you get tired of the movies that you like because you. Well, hate you them, always you want know? good and, movies yeah. to help balance out the bad ones. Yes, you can't just live on shit movies. <laughs> True, you know, and enjoy somebody's failure or somebody's absurd vision. Um, Has a sequel ever done well? Okay. Terminator, the sequel, I think, did better than the first movie. I did too. Just because the first was a cult classic, kind yeah. of, and the second. Are there other examples where sequels did better and made more money than the original? Because um, the way Hollywood goes after them, you'd swear that'd be the case. Can't really think of the Scream series. Nice well, the I'm Scream ones did pretty well. The, the, that series. Well, the first, yeah, it starts strong. I think by the third one, it really kind of loses touch. The last one, five, I think it was. Yeah. Uh, was I've heard a lot of good things about it. Um, people maybe checked out on the franchise. But the thing is, I mean, like some series that went on for a while, like progressively did do better money wise. I know, I think Rocky was one of those where, as Rocky progressed, like yeah. certain ones, like really, really hit home for the public. Until, um, until you got to Rocky Five. Yeah, until yeah. you got to Rocky Five. Because again, you waited too long for a sequel. Yep. That that passed that like ten year mark. Between Rocky Four and Rocky Five, like you lose touch. You know, you, you lose touch with the character, and the movie loses touch with time. It, it no longer yeah. becomes relevant. Mm-hmm. The Expendables is out now. So, is it Expendables Three that's coming out now or Two? No, What's Two. Two is coming out. Yeah. Who's added in on this? I don't, I don't really remember Expendables One. I know I didn't see it, but I don't even remember when it came out. It came out uh, the same day as Scott Pilgrim versus the world okay because it was my birthday ah and i was trying to get everyone to see that for a midnight screening yeah but everyone's like what are you crazy we're gonna go see expendables i'm like no i was not i was not one of those people see a good movie (laughs) and did they no damn no who went with you uh you know what i don't think i got any i don't think i got enough people to go i just bailed on the whole idea oh that's lame yeah it is um but uh, yeah, no, no, the new one, um, Bruce Willis and Schwarzenegger have larger parts in it. Um, the only new person I know that's in there for sure is Claude. Jean Claude Van Damme. Yeah. Um, I don't know, like whoever else is an aging action star. I mean, eventually Vin Diesel's going to be in it. Uh, you're eventually just going to run out of people to rock. I don't know. I really honestly hope Vin Diesel does. Uh... Actually, in my opinion, here, here's oh, they want to do another Fast Furious movie. Huh? That's not surprising. They're going to keep on going with that one for a long time. With the, with the Rock and, and Vin Diesel. Yeah. This is my personal opinion. All right. Um, but talking about sequels, um, Chronicles of Riddick. They're right. making the third movie right now. Well, Chronicles of Riddick is a sequel to Pitch Black. Yeah. So you're talking this is the third movie in the series, this would right? Be the they're third making, movie yeah, they're the making a third Not movie. counting but the animated I actually really, yeah. yeah, not counting the animated um, between thing. Which is pretty cool. I actually really enjoyed, I thought I thought um, The Chronicles of Riddick was a, a respectable step. 
above. Isn't it funny? Yeah. I was really I, I liked the production values. Everything was really pretty, but I was bored. Really? I was very bored. Yeah. I just I think I was really wanting another pitch black, which I just watched again the other day. I totally pitch forgot how solid. awesome it is. It really Absolutely. is. Yeah, it's just pretty alright. So but the thing the, the thing that I like about it is cause like cause pitch black in this in that world, pitch black was separate from that universe. Like no you know, I mean it makes sense for the sequel to that to be something completely different. Oh yeah, than well, I didn't. I didn't have any problem with the direction they took or actors or anything like I that. Really I liked, just I, I like I like the race that they ended up. What, was, what were they calling themselves? The Mongols? Or whatever? I guess I don't remember. Necrons or the something? Necrons? I don't know. That was a religion. Was, oh, was um, it? I thought the religion was. The maybe race. that's what it is. Maybe it's like I think a, I blocked most of that movie out of my head. I really don't remember. You gotta try it. Watch it again, please. Okay. Oh, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Um. No, I mean, like, that movie is in post-production right now. So it's it's filmed. It's getting wrapped up. It's going to come out next year. That's a movie that, um, I mean, when did Chronicles of Riddick come out? Is it at least it's four a years ago? Um, Five? 2004. Wow. So falls under the 10-year kind of rule of thumb that we've come up with. So I suppose maybe that's why it doesn't feel so terrible that they're doing it. Right. I guess the thing I mean, is, a lot of people, people passionate about the project. Well, the one thing though with, with Chronicles of Riddick is most people don't associate they, it's it's considered to a lot of people as being the first movie, like it's an original. They don't associate it with Pitch Black. I well, suppose I don't know what the chron- what the chronological order for those are. Well, the chronological order is Pitch Black is first, yeah, and then Chronicles of Riddick is second. And then whatever the sequel is, and whatever the sequel is. So, and story. if you want to add the animation in, it, the animation is between Pitch Black and right. Okay, okay. Is that guy doing anything? That animator, what's his name? Oh, I don't know his name. The same guy behind Eon Flux. I need to look him up at some point. I'll He's think. probably doing more Eon Flux because that's kind of hit a reawakening recently. That would be something that I would actually like to see more of. You know, if we're talking about things we want to see sequel of, give us some more Eon Flux. That'd be cool. Now, animation wise. Yeah. And only if this guy does it, yeah. Okay. No. And it's just as weird and fucked up as the original MTV cartoon. I was That's never I really into the old Eon Flux. I liked it. Eon Flux very... was interesting on MTV. At the time. Yeah, when, at that when Liquid time, TV was kind of throwing out just weird stuff you'd never seen before. Yeah, like, I mean, it was it was so interesting like at that time. For, and then you see it now separate, and you're like, oh, rad. You know, they kind of like it's one of the nostalgic. Yeah, yeah. nostalgic brings you back. I mean, essentially, that's what Adult Swim does now. Is they yeah. give yeah. you uh, weird and new uh, ideas of television. Yeah, you know, like they've they've got this the Tim and Eric, which some people love. I hate. You know, they right. they give All you um, what's the hospital one? Ch- Children's Hospital. Mm-hmm. I don't get it. Yeah, but you know what? Are you talking Black- about a soap opera? Uh, no, that's it's, general hospital. It's, yeah, it's. Uh, oh, there's a children's hospital soap opera. I thought too. I don't know. Maybe it was. I don't know. I have no idea. I mean, it's it's a live action comedy uh, that makes itself kind of look like a soap opera, but and, it's got like Rob Corddry on, on Adult Swim at night. Okay. Uh, it's a comedy. I mean, Rob Corddry is a clown. He's got clown makeup on, and he's a doctor. Okay. So it's it's full comedy. Um, but like I mean, that's essentially the current equivalent of Liquid TV in the '90s because you get this weird stuff that you know can be very niche. But I mean, granted, we didn't have the internet back in Liquid TV days, but it, it's it's kind of a way to be exposed to new things if you know you're not trying. That's yeah. That my only problem with a lot of the reboots and the sequels and everything else is it's just not original. It's lazy. Even if they're throwing out stuff that's 
strange that only one person in a hundred is going to like. At least we're trying something new. At least we're right. seeing some new people, new voices. And it seems especially now with uh, like the, the, the rise of comic book movies and even movies that people don't even realize are comic book movies. Not a lot of people know. Road to Perdition yeah. based yeah. on a comic book. Yeah. And a lot of people love that movie. Yeah. You could go into so many other uh, so many other rich characters and make movies based off of them. You can make more superhero kind of movies. You can make, you know, more Scott Pilgrims, which is yeah. another comic book, indie comic book. You know? When is that sequel going to come out? Well, I you know it's coming. Uh, no. It, one, I would be terribly upset if it did. Because it, they told the entire story. There are no more books after I expect, that. I expect within the next ten years there's going to be a Scott Pilgrims sequel. If Brian O'Mallory still owns, like, film rights or has a say... Uh, I don't think Edgar Wright would be a part of it. I think you would essentially have to get all new cast. Uh, it would be a complete departure from anyone connected to the first. But actually, that movie was considered a bomb. So very unlikely that uh, it'll get a sequel. But it's bullshit if it did. Because that, that's I really, I really the entire enjoyed, story is told. I really enjoy, enjoyed Scott Pilgrim. It's a great movie. It's It's a great movie. That's one thing that always interests me. Like, is oh, this movie flopped. And I was like, that was awesome. You know, it's yeah. like, no well, hell, Pitch Black, same thing. But it, Donnie it came, Darko, same thing. Came out on the same day Donnie as Darko Expendables, was and everyone wanted to see that. Not talking to you anymore. <laughs> but why not? Why not make a Luke Cage movie? You know, like one because it's Luke Cage. Oh no, that's the best reason to make Luke Cage. One, Luke Cage has never been the big superhero. He's uh, a, a very localized, and he was the hero for hire, you know. So you could you could do it with no costumes, you know. You've got some superpowers. You've got invulnerability and super strength, and you know you could just keep it on this small scale of you know Hell's Kitchen, you know, like. Daredevil is is very kind of a localized kind of superhero. Just keep it in this area. And then you got Luke Cage, this incredibly charismatic hero of the people. You know, you get Michael Jai White, who's already kind of done Luke Cage in the Black Dynamite movies. Very true. Movie and show. You know, you you take away some of the comedy, you throw in some Sweet Christmas, (laughs) and boom. You've got got another... Another, I mean, yes, it's a superhero movie, but unlike X Men, an anti-hero Superman, movie. Eh, I, mean, I wouldn't call him an anti-hero. He's a hero for hire. It's kind of weird, dude. It's well, kinda... yeah, he was a hero for hire, but he wasn't going around killing people or like even like punching holes through people's skulls. Different like, than a hero for hire. Different than a mercenary. So you know, you have well, some standards. I think I think a mercenary is a hero for hire or villain for hire. There you go. Yeah, but uh, I mean that that'd be super. I would love that movie. My go-to, what Kabuki was on my list. Yeah. Kabuki's out there, though. Kabuki's a movie I would really like to see done and make it as like strange and interesting studio. as the comic was. Yes. Almost like an art film, really. Yeah, yeah. really. Yeah, it'd have to be very kind of... It'd have to be low indie kind of budget just so people don't have um, big production expectations of that movie. Because then they're not going to know what they're getting. If you if you throw Kabuki at them in like Peter David's vision, then you're gonna you're gonna blow some people. Yeah, I agree. Like, yeah. I mean, if, if it's set up as an indie film, it's, it'll go further. I think than yeah. if it's people, a big production. People will be more open to to the the story, to the interpretation of the of the visuals. 
uh, I mean, if Sony does it, then people are going to expect a Sony movie. You know? Yeah. And would not be a, it would not be a good Sony movie. It would be a great indie movie. You know who we've talked about who you have to get to play Kabuki. Yeah, I, I don't remember the name. So, uh, I'm probably butchering it. Deechan Lachman. She played Sierra in Dollhouse, and she's got this real like yeah. delicate features and everything. She's very pretty in kind of a really interesting way, but she can also be kickass. Yeah, so, just yeah. check that. Like you look at her and you're like, all right, she's this tiny little thing, and then yeah. you're like. Holy crap! She goes around broken my arm. Yes, Open. exactly. <laughs> that would be the. Per- I think that would be the perfect choice for that role. I really do. Yeah, I, I mean, just like any Kabuki is just such a unique, interesting story. Yeah, that is a departure from a lot of these other superhero movies. Yep. I mean, yeah, I mean, not every comic book movie is a superhero yeah, story. Yeah, and it's yeah, I mean, it's it doesn't have to be all superheroes. Yeah. There are other comics out there. Ghost World comic book movie. Yep. Not a single fight, like, in the whole thing. No superpowers, no heroes or villains. Just this very quirky story about two girls. Mm-hmm. You know. Was that one, the one that was taking place in Iran? Persepolis or something? Is that, is that what it, I think that's what it was. Hmm. Persepolis? I think, uh, I'm I probably. Feel, I feel you're close, but I can't No, it's I not quite it. But yeah, once again, I mean, it's actually, I mean, it was totally a comic book before it was done as an animated movie. But it's all real life experiences. No traditional superheroes. But it was new and different. Mm-hmm. Hadn't done something like that before. Um, like, what's what's another one that you would want, Elizabeth? Well, I can't go, I can't go a whole podcast without mentioning Adam Warren at least once. We already <laughs> know that. I want to. I'd love to see a Dirty Pair one, and that just, you know, you get two sexy girls who are technically trouble consultants. They're supposed to be going out and saving the day, and there's always all this collateral damage. So you get like explosions, you get aliens. You put it like uh, action comedy. Yes, Boom. very much so. Yes, yes, they're always like. Blowing things up boom. and boom. They're a little apologetic <laughs> about it. They're like, we're so sorry, you know? We're These so sorry happen. we blew up your entire city. Or planet. They've yeah. blown up planet. About that. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, we, we were talking about this about the podcast. We're like, like what, what, like, BC-less uh, movies can, can we get? You know, because The Rock says he wants to play Lobo. You know, like, a Lobo movie sounds like a lot of fun. That would be fun. Like, it's it's way kind of out there and Lobo is a very kind of 90s character but you know what The Rock could pull that off you know this abrasive but very charismatic enjoyable character like that's I mean that's The Rock from his WWE days hell yeah you know incredibly charismatic sometimes the heel sometimes the hero it's it's a great casting so we, we were talking like what else what else could we get you know put out there let's just throw it out there what could happen, you know? Luke Cage, Michael Jai White, you know, Kabuki with the dollhouse girl. Who's, who could play the dirty pair? Oh, God. Well, we, we talked about, what, the two Emmas? Uh, oh, yeah, Emma Watson. Emma Watson and Emma, and Emma Stone. And Emma Stone. They could do it. Um, I was thinking, oh, fuck. I would What's watch name? any movie with those two. Oh, I don't yeah, care. Absolutely. I don't care what it is. I'm just not entirely convinced those are the right two for that role. I mean, you have to have well, younger sure girls. they got to be pretty, but they got to have really strong personalities. One's got to be more crazy and the other's slightly more studious. Emma Watson can be crazy and yeah. Emma Stone can be quirky. I mean, Emma happen. Stone's quirky about every movie she. Yeah, does. that's true. That's kind of her signature. So you know, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> I had to put it out there. I also, I when I cast people, I like yes. I like giving acting challenges too. So it's like, yeah. if someone hasn't done something, but they're kind of danced around it, I like to like, all right, do this. Try yeah, it. It's a good opportunity to see see how they can you know pull through. Mm-hmm. Um, I was saying, you know what, Batman's done now. Let's do Nightwing. Let's do a Nightwing. Yeah. Let's skip Robin because Robin needs Batman. So let's go and let's make a Nightwing movie. 
We'll put Nightwing um, in kind of a like full hero, full superhero, well, as far as Nightwing goes, uh, kind of setting. Like, let's. Oh, all right, fine. We have to tell an origin story. Let's breeze through that real quick. Let's get to Nightwing being the charismatic Batman. That's what Dick Grayson kind of was. He was the more charismatic Batman when he became Nightwing. Well, he's, he's Batman that was less of a tool. tool. Batman's not a tool. Batman is a tool. You're a tool. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> All right, well, as long as you accept it. Uh, no, he's, I mean, Batman's just kind of like, you know, beyond serious, super stoic, you know, 100%. He's not a douchebag. No, he's not, but he's... A douchebag and a tool are kind of the same twisted. thing. He's well, yeah, he's fucked up. Yeah, that's what I'm getting at. But he's like fucked up in a tool. good way. He's so, not a tool. I don't think you understand the definition of tool. No, whatever. Tool and douchebag are like interchangeable. Though there were a bunch of times when Nightwing got pissed off enough at Batman to have called him a tool, I'm sure. I mean, yeah. he always felt like he had to measure up to him. He was Which never good enough. Um, I went back to uh, one of my old, uh, I think my, one of my old Teen Titan pulls for Nightwing. Pull out Thomas Decker. He was no. John Connor in, um, in the Chronicles of Sarah Connor. Older now, you know, uh, I think he's like maybe around his late 20s, early early 30s. Bam, Nightwing. There we go. The interesting dynamic with, with Nightwing is that I mean, this is someone that, I mean, he's a policeman. That's his thing. Yeah. So that's his day job as opposed to the playboy th- philanthropist. Put it in Bloodhaven, you know, so you kind of detach a lot from Batman. No one's really expecting uh, Batman to ever show up Actually, in the movie. Actually, let me ask you this. And I don't know if you thought this far forward, but like, I mean, Gotham City has a look and feel that we're used to. Mm-hmm. What look and feel would you give Bloodhaven? Or would uh, you make it a carbon more, copy? No, no, no. Um, it's actually rougher than Gotham, right? Isn't Go- it? Well, Gotham has always kind of had like a Detroit feel about it. Okay. Um, very kind of old, um, like a hidden classical feel to it. Bloodhaven was always, to me, kind of newer. I'd like to say something more like L.A., but L.A. is kind of so small and, like, in its actual L.A.-ness. The right. actual downtown L.A. is not very big. So you're thinking L.A. on, like, a New York scale. Yeah. Okay. yeah but it, can, it couldn't be New York. No, 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 no. I, I mean, like, I'm thinking of size-wise. Yeah. You know, you but get something that same. kind of, um, something that doesn't have the same old history as Gotham. It's a newer city, but still just as crime-ridden. So something more along the lines of L.A. I could see it. Okay. I, see I mean, you'd still call it Bloodhaven, but well, film yeah. it in L.A., whatever. That'd, that'd work. work. I think it'd be great. I think it'd be awesome to have Batman make a cameo just in the beginning of the movie, you know? You just see him for, like, um, two minutes just to establish that. Sort of because, you know, you yeah, can't, I mean, you'd you can't to, leave him out of the story completely. Well, but no, yeah, in, in his origin tale, you'd have to have, oh, Nightwing was Robin. Robin right. was Batman's sidekick. Right. Uh, Robin grew up. Didn't want to live in Batman's shadow, went out on his own. Moved out to Bloodhaven, became his own hero. One of my biggest draws with Nightwing, because I, I love Nightwing. Nightwing's one of my favorite characters. Is I mean, I love the I love his his weapons of choice. Mm-hmm, the two batons. Yeah, it's the dual night uh, the dual uh, nightstick. Yep. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's a great kind of connection to his uh, policeman roots. Mm-hmm. Well, also even further back, I mean, it just it, it's a tool that you could see. You know, Robin Batman, using yeah, yeah, Robin yeah. using yeah. Batman a, not so big on Robin's, the guns. Robin's know? used stabs and whatnot before, so uh, I mean the it actually the new Injustice game, uh, Nightwing is a, a new character that got introduced. He has the two batons that connect to the staff, go back and forth. It looks it looks badass. Cool. The, the the Batman series, let it rest. You know, like 
it, it ain't going nowhere. Warner Brothers owns it. DC owns or Warner Brothers owns DC. We don't have to. We don't have a Fox or Sony issue with the Marvel titles. <laughs> let's let's just let that rest and move on to to another character. I think anyone who's seen Batman would also go see Nightwing. They'd at least see that first one. Yeah, yeah, they check it out. Yeah, yeah. they would. A character that I that I was upset and, um, that was dropped from the uh, New Fifty Two. Mm-hmm. Was a Static Shock. I would like to see a Static Shock. I think it'd be great movie, and I really think it would do well. I really, really do. I mean, at at a time when Spider Man still makes a bunch of money, you know, even even the new one still did well. You you obviously have a uh, a niche for young superheroes. You know, Static Shock is relatively the the same age of the well, same younger. background, depending. Um, well, like well his original origin story started when he was, I mean, he's still in high school. He's like, yeah. you know, sophomore, like, junior, yeah, something. So, so, but still the same general age range. Like, uh, Spider-Man usually is, at least begins in high school. I got the feeling school. that, you know, like, he was a senior on his way out. Because he's... That's usually in the movies how they portray yeah. him. Yeah. You know? yeah. um, but, I mean, a young superhero is, is yeah. kind of what I'm, what I'm saying. There's obviously a niche for it, so... You know, give him the electricity powers. Give him, uh, you know, a manhole to surf around the streets on. Like, ah, I thought that was a badass gimmick. Yeah, you know? and just, I mean, I don't know. I, I really got into the uh, the animated series, and when the comic came out, I was totally stoked. And it, it didn't last long. I was just like, oh, okay. Yeah, I don't know that they did it right, you know? It didn't create yeah. a big enough splash. You gotta market these things. I always wondered if any of the other X titles from back in, like, the 90s could stand to have a little reboot. Dazzler little movie. No, oh. we talked about that. I'm going to pass on that one. No Dazzler. I don't think it would do well, but it would be so fun to watch. <laughs> there is there is like a small percentage of people who'd be like, I totally see a Dazzler yeah. movie. Dazzler would be great on a cameo and on a TV show. Actually, yes. One episode for Dazzler. Yes. 30 minutes, 45 minutes, you're good. Yeah. Mm. Past that, I think you've worn out your welcome. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. I don't know, some of the other, like, X-Factor, Excalibur, some of those would be kind of fun. I mean, a whole, like, X-Men movie, except they're all talking with British accents. I'd go see that, you know? Bring in uh, Adrian Brody back for uh, Nightcrawler. Sweet, yes. Yeah, you did, you did amazing. Yeah, I did. Amazing job. You, yeah. you get Andrews, Captain Britain. You get oh, Ellen, yeah, Andrew Ellen, would love a Captain Britain Ellen Page movie. back for Shadow, for Shadow Cat. Yep. yep. Why not? Could totally do that one. I mean, we we had um, X Men First Class, amazing movie spin off of that. You know, start the the Excalibur. We already have Moira McTaggart, although she was English, American. Uh, Jubilee movie. No, no, pass. Jubilee. Come on, Wolverine could be in there. Uh, <laughs> you know what? I don't even think I want to see a Wolverine Jubilee movie. No, no, I wouldn't either. Jubilee no. can cameo on one episode of a TV show. There we go. We can have the Jubilee show. It's so interesting to me that, like, where she's ended up. Because like, she was really popular. Was she really popular? Point. She really was. Really? She was, I think she was pretty popular um, back when, uh, to kind of get new readers into a book or into a show, they needed that that new character. Mm-hmm. Like, you follow the character and then everything is exposition for you. And Jubilee was that character for the X-Men. Right. You know, she was the fresh one, so she got, you know, everything got explained to her and thusly to the reader. And at the same time, it's this young character amongst all these older, more mature and adult characters. So you get to kind of vicariously live as the young 
you know, child among heroes. Well, I got that she had her uses, which is fine. I didn't dislike her, but I never thought that she was, I mean, finding out, what, what is her current storyline now? Is she vampire. a vampire? That to me is dumb, me. but like, we've <laughs> already discussed my love yeah. and appreciation of everything vampire. <laughs> Sarcasm dripping off the microphone now. I know. Yeah, watch that. Blood, um, as it were. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's for you, Drew. But, I mean, yeah, Static Shock, I think, be uh, a solid movie. What else you got? Dig this, folks. <laughs> Uh-oh, he's preparing oh. himself. Oh. oh, my God. Got to take a shot of energy drink. What are you drinking, Rockstar? Yeah, yeah. Rockstar. God, poisoning your veins. I am. Mm. Doctor Strange movie. Can see it. There's been there's been rumors. They've of it. I They're not official rumors. No, They're yeah. underground. Like I, I think people talk about it in hushed tones in yeah. secret societies of of wanting to have a Doctor Strange movie. I think it would be amazing. Now I also think probably maybe not good to fit into the current Avengers universe. No, just kind of keep it separate, like the Blade, like the Daredevil, these movies that are Marvel movies, but don't. Aren't don't fit into the current uh, storyline. Now, with the, the the effects and everything that we have, I think we can do amazing, like magical movie because we don't we're not really getting those a lot anymore. You know, movies where characters are wielding magic, especially in a current timeline where you can be so creative with your magical abilities. We get Doctor Strange, played by John Hamm. Right? Yeah. You with me? I can see it. John Hamm. <laughs> I can see it. Motherfucker's charming as fuck. Sexy motherfucker. Also real big right now with Mad Men. Yeah. So everybody would know who he he's is. Mad I mean, Mad. He's yet to really star in anything, but give him give him this. Let him have a shot. Yeah, you know, he's Who does villain be? Uh, I really couldn't say. Um no, who's the uh the 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 fiery guy? D Demu, Demor, Dumo. No idea. Damn. Someone's yelling at the podcast right now. <laughs> and you know what? You're right. Yeah, what you're, you're absolutely right. I'm trying to say what you're screaming at me. Um, he's like this fire like demon. Like he's playable in Marvel Capcom too. I just can't remember his name because it's it's not. A, he's no John Smith. All right, it's not an easy name. And Marvel Capcom too was so long ago. It was. That's what I'm saying. It was so long ago. Okay, I thought you were being sarcastic. <laughs> no, not at all. Sometimes it's okay. hard to tell. Yeah. Um, but, you know, arrogant surgeon, you know, car crash, uh, you know, like his own area. Say he was out drunk driving, you know, whatever. I'm top shit. I'm super surgical mastermind. Breaks his hands, you know, tries to get him fixed. Eventually falls into the monks of Tibet, gets some magic powers, you know, learns right from wrong, you know, power and responsibility. Well, the ways. You know, yeah, yeah, you know, power and responsibility, boom. Wielding magic down on the city streets, fighting like demons and stuff. I want this movie, yeah. guys. I, this I can would, see that. Yeah. This would be awesome. It's like the, some of my favorite bits in the Harry Potter movie were always when they were in, not, you know, at the castle, but in the real world and seeing magic interact with like daily life. That's always cool. Yeah. I mean, we've seen so many fireballs and dragons and yeah. all this fantasy stuff. It seems like, you know, not many people are coming up with creative ways to use magic. So let's set it into the modern time. Um, was the uh, the Sorcerer's Apprentice? Yeah, uh, a couple years yeah. with Nick Cage. Yeah, granted, not terrible. You know, it's not great, but at least you know we kind of saw uh, magic used in a current timeline, which, that, uh, which was kind of cool. 
That's where that series um, just had so much now. potential. What was the name of it? Oh, Dresden Files. I yeah. love oh, the Dresden idea. Files I love was so it. Rad. I don't know. I, I never really got Ooh, into the TV Doctor show. Strange. There right you go. There. Right there. You I know. Mean, you know, like antihero. Flash him. Flash him up a little bit more. Yeah. You know, and Dresden could be Doctor Strange. There you go. There you go. Doctor Strange is a crazy high collar, though. Oh, no, yeah, not in the magician. Rebus, you know. So, I mean... I'm saying... We'd tone, it, we'd tone it down a little. There's bit. many costumes for Strange. Yeah. All right. So, anyway. I saw it out there. Like, the traditional, you know, epic yeah. Doctor Strange costume, crazy high collar. But Nightwing to have a high collar doesn't make sense. Oh, it's sense. just ridiculous. He, he's just blinding himself to his peripheral vision. And that's dumb. Yeah. What are you doing? Doctor Strange has got like eyes of Amagato all over the place. He can see everything. He's got 360 vision. He's, oh, a, I mean, he's is, a 3 5 is, character. Is, he needs his cloak. I mean, it's magical. Are you thinking Spawn? He's got stuff. He's got little dimension doors in his in his cape. Yes. You know, pull out magical items. As you do. As, as a magician yes. is to do. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, that's. I mean, to me, I think I would want. Luke Cage, Doctor Strange, Nightwing movie. I think that's I think that's probably the order I would put them in. I would put Luke Cage last and Nightwing first. Mm, I mean, I, I put Nightwing last only because we've we've seen Batman now, and Nightwing is very close to a mm-hmm. Batman movie. So give it a little time. I'd rather see you know like a fun hero of the people or a crazy you know badass magic. Movie set in modern times. It'd work. It would work. It would work. It would work. I say we give it to the people. Everybody, today's geek question will be what BC lister would you like to see uh, get uh, their, their own movie now? And who would play them? You know, The Rock's going to play Lobo, so, well, maybe. So uh, it seems obvious that production companies are looking to expand past these legacy characters and try out different stuff. You know, very niche kind of characters like Lobo. Who's playing Ant-Man? Uh, I think Simon Pegg uh, is the one talked about. But it's, um, it's not known for yeah, sure. Like, I, I haven't seen the test footage yet, and I can't, I can't remember. I know him and Edgar Wright have been mentioned in the same breath when it comes to Ant-Man. But well, I, I know The Rock wants, uh, The Rock's not confirmed for... Is yeah. the Lobo movie confirmed, though? Are they actually going to do that? I don't think either one are really confirmed. Uh, it's been talked about. Um, the Rock, Dwayne Johnson, says that he wants to do it. He totally would. So, I mean, come on. Let's let's just do it. He would be perfect for it. I can't Actors really think in, of, let's do it. I can't let's, think of anybody else I would want in the role, so... For some reason, Ron Perlman came into my head, too. I was just thinking that, too. Ron yeah. Perlman would be another good one for Lobo, especially considering, like... You know, he's all white with makeup. So And certainly Ron Perlman knows how to handle the makeup he rolls. Yeah. He can't get away but since Beauty Although, and the Beast man, know, he cannot man. get away from the heavy makeup. He does some of his best work under makeup. He though. really does. Not everybody does that. What's his um uh, uh Red Skull? Who is it who played him? Oh Mr. Was, I'm a I'm a fan of a- Agent Smith. Agent Smith, yeah. yeah. I got Crap. I'm a fan I of him. I know his name. Oh, fooey. Yeah, mine too. And people are screaming it at the yeah. podcast. Yeah, people are really it. screaming he right did now. And a, you're right, guys. Yes, you're right. Yeah, absolutely. But he did a really, I mean, all that makeup and this prosthetics and everything, and he made it look so natural. Like it was oh, really yeah. his Red actual face. Amazing. Not everybody can act past all the Dude, latex. That, that guy is gold, though. He is. I mean, honestly, he's one of those people that's like, 
Remember you can't we, really compare anyone else to him. No, you're right. Remember we were talking about who you'd want to read our audiobooks to us? I'd yeah, want he's a good him one. to read a book to me. He's That'd a good one. Cool. Mm. Um, Actually, Ron Perlman's one I, would, I, would, I wouldn't mind. But yeah, you know what? Yeah, he's got a great voice, too. Actually, after... Um, I've heard that after Ron Perlman did... Uh, he, he dressed back up as Hellboy for the um, the kid who had the Make-A-Wish. Oh, the Make-A-Wish thing. Yeah, which was... I mean, so incredibly cool. Oh, that's I hadn't heard anything about that. Uh, oh yeah, this kid wanted to be Hellboy, so Ron Perlman shows up in full Hellboy costume and makeup. Wow! Hangs out with the kid, and then they put the makeup on the little kid. So <laughs> he can be Hellboy. Oh, it's that's so heart touching. Classic. Oh my god, that's awesome. But apparently, I guess seeing Ron Perlman as Hellboy. Guillermo del Toro says he'd be interested in making a third Hellboy movie, and I am a hundred. I'm, I'm absolutely it, actually, yeah. yeah. I, I was surprised. I, I, really almost, I almost like the second one better than the first one. Yeah, I, I was really just saying. Did, yeah. Like, I mean, I don't think I don't know if it did money wise better, but the second Hellboy I think is kind of heads and shoulders above. The I, first I, one. I like them honestly. I just think I don't like either one better than the other. I think it's just a it's a great. Second, yeah, it is. You know, it just continues on. They it's both so have nice. Kind of different tones. Well, the one is an establishing story, you know, getting everybody all introduced, yeah, almost like it, an origin story. Set, and know? then the second one, like, just opens up this world. And I mean, I'm a fan of Guillermo del Toro. He makes beautiful. He does. Art. Pan's, he did Pan's Labyrinth, didn't yeah. he? Oh, Pan's Labyrinth, beautiful the movie. Like, he makes beautiful movies. Uh, I mean, not many people make art like he does in, when it comes to film. Did anybody see, what? didn't he do um, Don't Be Afraid of the Dark? Was that yeah. him? Was it good? I haven't seen it yet. Okay, I haven't either. I heard and it was I'm, scary. So. Yeah, and I... Amanda Pan's Labyrinth. He can scare anybody. Oh, yeah, seriously. That's that's the first time I've seen in a while a movie that was that beautiful and that terrifying at yeah. the same time. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. great. It gave me nightmares. Mm-hmm. The thing with the eyes on his hands. <laughs> mm. Yeah, good. Good stuff. I good couldn't imagery. look away, but I wanted to look away. I know it was the so movie was so surprisingly creepy. Mesmerizing. Yeah. Hellboy three though on board. 100%. Could see it. Yeah, I, definitely. That it, it would be great. I mean, especially since uh, Hellboy is actually kind of he's coming back to comics in the sense that he's still dead, but uh, he's going to get his own. I believe it's an ongoing uh, over there at Dark Horse. I guess exploiting his tales in Hell. So I mean he's coming back to uh, to to comic books so you know good time to start thinking about making another Hellboy movie yeah. you know like we have unresolved issues there's a baby Hellboy somewhere in that little girl's body <laughs> and a little girl I mean Selma yes. Blair yes, like right. she's no. she's a yeah. petite woman that's yes. all I'm saying well in comparison to Hellboy well, she's, she's a little girl yeah. oh she Jesus is. yeah that's that, that's, that's, that's where that comes yeah. from Splitter <laughs> down, down the middle down the middle Jesus um. <laughs> Like, you know, like, where's that going to go? And granted, like, that's some movie stuff. That's not some comic stuff there. But you know what? I bought it. I didn't care. Nope. I, there, there's so much good stuff in that movie that, that uh, I mean, I'm totally fine. We're just gushing at this point. <laughs> Gush. We're just gushing over this stuff. So, uh, so again, today's geek question, uh, if you're listening to this podcast on Wednesday when it comes out, just like every Wednesday, tell us, tell us a good BC stringer uh, for a movie that you'd want. Uh, preferably a, a solo character, and then tell us who you think should play that character. Who's who's a good casting, and uh, we'll see. We'll see. Maybe we'll we'll come back to the topic on another podcast, and we'll go through and we'll see who's got some really good ideas. Because you guys are really amazing. You guys are wicked smart. All our listeners are clever and 
good looking. Yes, we absolutely. Have, we have, <laughs> in fact, the best looking fans of any other podcast. That is, that's a stated fact. We've done research. Yeah. You're kidding? Well, yeah. So, of course, be sure that you're liking us on Facebook, following us on Twitter. Be sure that you are subscribed to the YouTube account. All the Comic-Con stuff uh, is, you know, hopefully all filled in now. Plenty to look at. Plenty to enjoy. Give a thumbs up for the things that you like. Make sure you're always checking up on the website, www.comic-issues.com, where all of our articles, all of the podcasts, everything we do is falling into that little .com. And if you never want to miss a podcast, be sure that you're subscribed on iTunes, where you can rate, you know, give some stars, write a little review, let other people know how enjoyable this podcast is and why they should also be listening. So until next week, I'm Anthony Silva. I'm Derek Caldwell. Elizabeth Wallace. And good geeking. Next and time. I'm awesome. <laughs> and, and Shy's awesome. It picked up. You're in. <laughs> <laughs>